Hey everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Locker. This is your host, Rich Cardona, and you are in the right place if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, a new entrepreneur, or a really experienced entrepreneur who thinks they know everything and they still want to make sure they're gaining knowledge from industry experts and influencers. Some of these people who've been on the show include Patrick Bet David, Gary Vee a couple of times, Andy Frisella, some fantastic people, and Kendra Hall, who's a chief storytelling officer at Success Magazine, which is relevant to what I'm going to talk about today. But that's what this podcast is for. Um, it is to help siphon the knowledge from some of these amazing individuals to help you kind of move forward and take action. There are also episodes we just switched to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Monday and Fridays are going to be me documenting the journey or an episode like this about something I've learned or want to impart on you. Okay, so whether you're ahead, behind, or whatever, a lot of these things are relevant, and I want to make sure I'm giving you exactly what it is you need. So why did I mention Kendra Hall? I had her back. Uh, I'll have to link to the episode in the show notes, but she is a storyteller, uh, like a, a no-kidding storyteller, professional storyteller, keynote speaker, author. I believe she's just wrapping up her second book. Her first book is Stories That Stick, and it's just all about storytelling. And you know, for lack of a better term, when I started doing some of this work and I started working with uh, Claude Silver, who's my first ever client, so to speak, she is still the chief heart officer at VaynerMedia, and I wanted to kind of get some of her stories out. The problem was, you know, because she does a lot of human resources related work at her level that some of these things I couldn't sit in on and I couldn't vlog. I could only ask her stories, you know, kind of very specific to her. So that's how it kind of started. I was like, okay, so what am I doing? Am I just doing a vlog or am I doing a stories? Am I just making social media content that's imparting knowledge? You know, what is it? But at the heart of what I do is, is I want to get storytellers. That is why, you know, the people I'm looking to work with are amazing storytellers or military CEOs who are able to articulate like lessons learned, business lessons, leadership lessons, anything, you know, very specifically uh, and charismatically. So storytelling is an intricate part of all our businesses. So I want to share with you Kendra's little formula and you're not you're probably not even going to be impressed. It's so unbelievably simple, but people just don't take the time to do it. And this should hopefully help you with any 60 to 90 second clips you're making for social media, content, TikTok, you know, Instagram reels, whatever it may be. It's very simple. Okay. It is, you are going to paint the picture of the normal, the event or explosion is the second part. Then you're going to talk about the event or explosion. Something happened, some sort of culminating event. And then the last part is going to be the new normal and what the new normal is like. And that's kind of the takeaway. So if you want to tell a story in a really quick manner or lengthy manner for that matter, then that's the formula you're going to use. So I have a couple examples here that I wanted to share with you to kind of demonstrate exactly what I'm talking about. All right. And I'm going to break it down. I'll try and tell the story straight up. And I, this is, I, I mean, I wrote down a couple of notes, so I didn't prepare this, but I'll tell you the story straight up. And then I will kind of bring you through exactly uh, that little formula we were just talking about three little simple steps. Okay, so here's an example. In all of my adult life, you know, we'll just call it from age 17 to age 40. Okay, let's just say it was 8,545 days, I read probably and without exaggeration, five books cover to cover. Okay, I had told myself for all of these years that I simply was not capable of focusing, that these things were not of interest, and that I probably was just going to be able to learn by doing more than I could learn by reading. Well, when I started the 75 Hard Challenge by Andy Frisella, I started with his book, 75 Hard, and I read it. I was intrigued, and then I started reading because part of the requirement for this challenge is to read 10 pages a day. 
Well, I don't know what happened, but I started reading more than that per day. I didn't stop at 10. I would stop at 20 or I'd read 20 in the morning and then read another 10 at night. Well, let me tell you what's happened now. In the last 70 days, I've read 80 books cover to cover and I'm halfway through Never Split the Difference with Chris Voss right now, Something, a book I've heard so much about and I'm loving. And this has actually, I am really being a sponge for the information and I'm in a place that I never actually thought I would arrive to where I'm actually ingesting information and able to apply it. The very fear I had of not being able to learn by reading is actually being disproven every day by me and it all started with 75 hard challenge. Okay, so that was simple. And maybe that'd be a post I would do probably a little bit more animated than that, but I just wanted to kind of paint the picture. So the first thing I did was obviously talk about how many days. I wanted to catch your attention by how many days I'm talking about, okay? My normal was, in my adult life, was not reading, Okay, and I didn't specify what those five books I did read cover to cover were. I can tell you one of them is Mark Manson's Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, which I will reread a million times. Um, has changed everything for me. But my entire pattern as an adult was that I had not read anything because of the fear that it was a waste of time, that I wasn't focused, I wasn't interested, and I wasn't actually going to take anything tangible away that I could actually use as an action taker. The event or explosion, so to speak, or the change was I decided to do a 75 hard challenge. Now, 75 hard Andy Frisella's challenge, I mean, you'll see before and after pictures all day, but on every single person, for the most part, that you will see, no, I have yet to see otherwise, but you will see a before and after photo, but the caption all talks about how it is a mental challenge and how you develop habits and how it changes your life. And the physical is great, but the mental part is the biggest aspect. Well, I mentioned that because part of the challenge involved reading. So that literally was a challenge for me. So I'm like, okay, I got to read 10 nonfiction pages per day. I had to be very deliberate in what I was going to choose to read because I needed to make sure that it was honing in on my expertise or any problem areas. So some of the books I have here, Win Without Pitching Manifesto. I hate pitching. I hate pitching, but outreach and conversations with inbound leads are prevalent very much in, in, in my business. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I was honing in on that, which is also why I read Socratic Selling, which is also why when I interviewed Andy Frisella in person and I had heard about the Law of Attraction book, I wanted to make sure I read the Law of Attraction to think about the vibrations I'm sending out into the universe and why certain things are landing in my lap. He talks about it in the podcast. Obviously, I read 75 Hard, Winning by Tim Grover, which is about the winning mindset. And, you know, I mean, he was MJ's trainer, Michael Jordan's trainer. Of course, there's going to be something amazing in there. And that book blew me away, The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek, and then Sacred Drive by Vaughn Kohler. So all these things were applicable in one way or another. It had to do with mentality. It had to do with an actual skill I was trying to refine. And then Sacred Drive was about spirituality and business and tapping into your God-given potential, which I always want to tap into my God-given potential. So, you know, I was choosing deliberately, and that was part of why I was exceeding the 10 pages that were required. That is why mentally I feel much stronger. I mean, I am, I don't know, 10 or somewhere between 10 and 15 pounds down right now, but okay. Everything I'm gaining from here is like completely changing the trajectory of, of my mindset, my business, how I approach business, uh, you know, personnel decisions, all of it. So that was the kind of event. Now, that, that's a long explanation, but I was trying to go for 60 to 90 seconds, so I just mentioned the 75 hard challenge. So hopefully that did two things. It made you think about what the hell is that if you don't know what it's about. And two, it made you think about Andy Frisella, who I would love to repay by getting him some more podcast subscribers. So that was a benefit to him 
from me, hopefully. Then lastly, I gave you a staggering number, 70 days. I read eight books, 70 days, and I just told you them. 70 days, in the last 70 days, I read eight books, when the last 8,545 days before that, I read five total. That's attention grabbing. Maybe, maybe not, but it has nothing to do with reading. It has to do with proving to ourselves that the things that we doubt we can do or would want to put the effort in or that we want to approach or anything along those lines is actually very much achievable and that self-inflicted barriers are a very real thing. And that's probably something I would include in the copy of that video or that post. Okay, so that is it. That was, that was literally it. The normal was not reading. The event or explosion was 75 hard challenge coming across it, understanding it, taking part in it. And then the last one was the new normal, which is I've read almost double the books in 70 days than I read in the first 8,545 days of my adult life. Okay, that's just an example. I've not made that post. This is a podcast. I'm going to give you one more quick one, okay? Being a first-generation American, all I thought was that your work ethic was just going to get you everywhere. You just worked, 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 and you would work hard. People would appreciate your work. You'd, you'd have good rapport with your team and the people around you, and then that would be it, okay? It wasn't until I retired from the Marine Corps and went to work for Amazon that I realized that not setting the parameters and not setting the battlefield, so to speak, for the amount of effort that I was going to put in and what I was going to be working for using that work ethic would actually make me a miserable person. It made me realize now that I probably underperformed in the Marine Corps in some of the jobs or occupational specialties that I had, and that I performed very highly at Amazon, but my character suffered tremendously because it's not just about your work ethic. So coming to this, this realization, I quit my job at Amazon. I quit. I left everything behind. My wife and I knew it was a risk but I wanted to take a chance at 38 years old to completely redefine how I lived my life, how I approached my life, and how I could serve others. With that, I have started a business, grown the business. I've started a podcast, grown this podcast to be ranked in the top 100 globally across all platforms multiple times. I've had some of the biggest mentors and influencers on my show. I'm learning, I'm living, I'm happy, and I am working in a battlefield that I've created, not that someone else has created for me. And I have never, ever been more fulfilled in my life. But more importantly, I realize that your work ethic can be applied in multiple situations or battlefields, so to speak, and it could all be in vain if you are not clear on what you want, why you want it, who you want to serve, how you want to serve them, and all of that. Okay, so I have no idea how long that was, probably longer than a minute and a half. But Okay, the normal was just thinking your work ethic is just something you're going to use to kind of just go through life and be respected and not make any waves. Um, the culminating point for me uh, was, you know, maybe realizing I didn't perform at the, the best level I could have in the Marine Corps or at Amazon, or that even if you did perform at a high level due to your work ethic, it doesn't mean that you were still in alignment with what you wanted or who your, or what your identity was. Okay, that was the event or explosion. Well, actually, the event or explosion was what followed that statement, which was quitting my job. Okay, when I didn't mention was moving in with my in-laws at 38 years old. Okay, and, and thinking about starting a business and then ultimately starting a business. That was the event. 
The new normal is I'm happier than ever. I'm working harder than ever. I'm just developing new skills. I'm becoming a complete and total expert in my field. I'm a top podcaster in my opinion. And, and I'm doing the right things for the right reasons. And I, as a man right now, sit here before you and telling you I'm the best version of me I've ever been. And tomorrow I'll be the better version of that guy. And over and over and over again. And that's all because I'm placing my talents that I've been blessed with and, and you know, my makeup and my DNA, I'm putting it to use the right way. Okay, so there you go. So normal event or explosion, new normal. Okay, so 60 to 90 seconds. Now, those are kind of deeper examples, okay? Uh, let me just give you, I'll, I'll try and just do one off the cuff just to make sure it really, really, really sinks in. Before I started taking LinkedIn seriously, I would literally just connect with everyone at Amazon. It was the stupidest thing. I thought that was just gonna grow my connections and that other people would see that and think it actually meant something. It wasn't until I left Amazon that I started you know, connecting with people. I was actually adding about a thousand connections a month and then I really wanted to make sure that these people knew that I had value to bring. So I started documenting my entrepreneurial journey and making a ton of content. And I started making more and more and more content and then I added 10,000 connections over the next 10 months. And as my business was being born, all those connections and all that content actually turned into something because I wasn't treating LinkedIn Normally, I wasn't treating it as just a something to have. I was actually leveraging it for what it is intended to do, which is to network with other like-minded professionals in or out of your industry, in or out of your company, wherever they may be. All right, that was it. Basically, that was kind of a pitch for LinkedIn, but LinkedIn is very much responsible for the business I have. So there you go. Okay, the normal was I just connected with whoever at my company thinking that was cool and whatever and that people would notice. No one noticed, no one cared. Okay, what changed was I started creating content. I started adding a fuck ton of connections and the benefit of that became a thriving business and that I understood how to leverage the platform and not allow the platform to leverage me, so to speak. So there you go. That is storytelling for business. Okay, um, that is it. You, people want that, that transformation. People love transformation stories, that or validation. Okay, so LinkedIn fans uh, would hear what I just said and be like, yes, exactly. Why don't people get that? That's validation. The transformation part of that is people are like, really? Like I could grow my business and my network on LinkedIn like for real? Like why am I wasting time on Instagram where all the people are broke as hell? You know, so that's, that's the formula. Okay, so I'll leave it there. Uh, thank you all for your time. So this has been about 16 minutes, uh, a little bit longer than usual, but this is what you could expect. Now, look, uh, when it comes to the content creation and what I was kind of just talking about, uh, we do have a personal branding guide that's I, it's 29 bucks. It's two old fashions at a bar, okay? 29 bucks, personal branding, take action guide. Uh, info at richcardonamedia.com for that, okay? If you have no idea where to get started with your personal brand, that is where you're gonna get started, okay? That is gonna help just comb the spaghetti in your head, thinking about what you have to talk about, where you should talk about it, how are you gonna do it? Okay, that's what that is there for. So 29 bucks, if you can't afford that and you just wanna go get your two drinks, have fun with that. And anyone who has supported this show or has enjoyed this show, please share it with someone else and don't forget that reviews mean a fuck ton, a fuck ton here, man. So please make sure to review the show. We will see you next time. Peace.